0: Garment, quite happy. It's alright, isn't it? Looks looks pretty good in that bad boy. Excellent, I think the word you're looking for is. Look at that thing. Looks beautiful, done. Yeah. Now, only if you're ready for this. Welcome
1: back to the OTV podcast. We're back at you again. It feels like it's been a long time since we're here, but reality was, it's probably only a couple of weeks since World we Champs, but hey. That's so what happens when we've got all these gaps on. Back in the studio this week, uh, in my co-host seat, as always, James Rennie, Red Dog, it's great to have you back again, mate. Thanks for joining us.
0: So great to be here, Kerry. Um, the race wasn't the most exciting ever, but this podcast will be, so stay
1: tuned. 100% it will be. And um, and part of that is because we have our um, power rankings expert, Chris Vanderkoelt, back in the studio too.
2: Yeah, G'day guys, it's a pleasure to be here, I've um, yeah, just spent the last couple of weeks uh, deep in the Panama Papers looking through um, through salaries and, and payroll, and I tell you what, there is some information in there that I'm looking forward to blowing the lid on tonight, so uh, for our listeners well, out there, it's a big one. I can't wait to get into this in a little bit, but
1: before we get in there, um, as always this year, we've had uh, Smith Optics and Troy Lee Designs on board, and you know what boys, we have been sleeping on an iconic Smith and Troy Lee Designs athlete from New Zealand. Can either of you think of who that might be? We're going back. We're going back into the <coughs> mid 2000s. Yep. They won a world championship.
2: Vanessa. Um, yeah. Vanessa yeah. Quinn. Yeah. She. I was like. She had second set up.
1: Yeah, I found a picture of her a couple of days ago from uh, World Champs and I was like holy fuck troy lee and smith hadn't even picked that one up yet oh I feel so, bad yeah but hey that's all right we've um we, we mentioned on the show last time that smith have just released their new rhythm mountain bike goggle and i'm sure these goggles well i know these goggles have definitely elevated a lot in the last um 20 years since that <laughs> world championship was won <laughs> but uh <sighs> They uh, they are an excellent goggle, and we've also got our uh, our winner from our competition to announce at some point in the show. We'll try and remember to do that. We'll get around there. No, we're but,
0: definitely remembering. We're definitely remembering. <laughs> <laughs> race
1: inspired and ready for anything you want to throw at it, from party laps to world cups. The uh, the Rhythm Mountain Bike Goggle has got your got your vision covered, um, and also. While you're at it, freshen up your look with some Troy Lee Designs kit on nz. Don't forget, you can save yourself 15% with the code OTBpodcast at checkout. So make sure you get in there, buy some Troy Lee Designs gear and buy some Smith goggles to keep your vision
2: buddy dialed as well. Um, I've got a quick question for Andora. you, Gary, yeah. before we go any further. Go um, yes or no? Uh, party laps or solo ride because you've got no time for everyone else. Uh also because I have no friends, so probably solo ride. <laughs> yeah.
1: That's my my go to. Solo ride and wildcats. That's my uh that's my general setup. Get yeah.
2: some wildcats. I could get in some <laughs> shifts. Yeah,
1: I... Yeah, I run I run the wildcats yeah, nice. I think I might try out some Bobcats though. they are slightly uh, slightly smaller a bit lighter weight so it could be good for the trail yep,
2: fair enough fair enough we'll give that a nudge yep um, there's
1: a there's a little bit of stuff that went on with the um, with the World Cup scene leading up to Andorra um, first note first note I've got here um, Jackson Goldstone the prodigal son was back. After missing um, missing world champs with his was it his appendix? I think it was that he's yeah. been having trouble with. He lost. So he had surgery and had it taken out, and he lost twelve kgs. That doesn't the guy leave. Must much. weigh a, no. He he must no, weigh he like
2: can't
0: have. He, he must can't weigh
1: have. like thirty five soaking wet for a start.
2: But no, he, he said would, he would
0: was, have been skin and bones at that point. Surely that's, said, that's not true. How much no, does he, it, How he, much does an
2: appendix weigh? <laughs> Twelve, <laughs> 12 and a half.
1: <clears throat> <laughs> don't go <with> that. He, <laughs> he was. uh It was on a video I saw, and he was saying how he's like, I don't know, maybe sixty-five or something. Sixty beforehand. Yeah, already he was super Look light. Hell. And he was down to like
2: fifty-three or something 50th. stupid like that. Yeah.
0: That can't
2: be. That can't be good. Why, do, be good a, for you. why didn't Why they just put him on a blur? Like he doesn't need a full blown downhill bike. He's like one of those thirteen year old <laughs> kids that you see riding a downhill bike. He's like you don't need a downhill bike. Just yeah, ride yeah, ride
1: a trail you can't bike. Get through the travel. Yeah, but man, it it didn't seem to have slowed him down because he was um <clears> He was right on pace with qualifying and everything. But um, couple of oh, I think it was pretty cool. Good deals for um couple of our junior girls looks like sasha Rinus has got herself some sort of deal with trek looks like maybe it's on the trek factory team um nothing's really been announced that i've seen but mm. she obviously we we caught that she was on a trek at world champs and we thought maybe it was a um, a, a broken frame or something led to borrowing a bike um from what i, I had a message from a listener who said Apparently, her dad was walking around with a broken frame in uh, Fort William, looking for oh. a frame. <laughs> uh, that's the there's the story anyway, and um, yeah, so it seems like Trick have picked her up to help her out because she's changed from Smith, ah, uh, not Smith, sorry, Fox, into uh, 100% Kit, head to toe. So um, yeah, it seems like there's something going on so there, which is cool. This is
2: this is also a real reflection of how things have changed in the last 15 or so years because. Fifteen years ago, if your dad was walking around with a broken frame, he wasn't looking for a new frame. He was looking for a welder. He was looking for a a local car mechanic who could just tack weld the thing (laughs) back together. Away you go. But now you just come with a team plumbing.
0: That's who he's looking for. The amount of the amount of
1: frames that my brother has welded up mid national series when the national season rolled into Nelson um, (laughs) and bikes were already cracking. Uh, Yeah, there's there's a number of them. I can remember so many times people calling me. Oh, can you? Can someone weld up this frame for me? Can someone? <laughs> like, what were the most always, common
0: offenders? Oh, everything cracked back then, though, right? Like I reckon, I reckon a few like DH comps and DH teams, like Giants. Yeah, they, they, foes, I remember one getting one of those done. Or Eddie, maybe. Foes weren't great for holding together. Foes I think, a lot shaper. of the time.
1: Yeah, no, there was a lot of a lot of bikes that broke. <laughs>
2: I don't know how many GT frames I went through. Kerry, can you jump into the juniors' dads' WhatsApp chat and just get the official line on this? Because I am guessing your contacts <laughs> and that network, you'd you'd be able to get the official word. Yeah, we'll have to find
1: out. Um, another one on a deal, Poppy Lane on a on a common sale deal. So yep. all the That's awesome. the three junior girls from World Chance, oh, I mean Eris was already on um, on that common sale deal that she's on, but um, yeah. Cool to see some um, some support going that way for the girls. So how's that? A eh? should the, be um, the future of
2: New Zealand downhill is in the hands of of the women's field, which is good <laughs> because uh, it's amazing. They seem less inclined to just buck up. Yeah,
1: and then there's um, there's uh, Ellie Hasselbultsch. I don't know how to say her name properly. I'll probably just butcher the hell out of that. Um, from Rotorua who she can't actually even race juniors yet but she's heading over to race some IXS Cups and that sort of thing in the back half of this she's over in Europe at the moment I think do some do some racing so I think she's been right on par if not beating those girls in New Zealand too so um, there's more to
0: come which is good see that's the right approach like what our junior guys don't do that they all go over and get sorry guys pumped at World Cups as juniors (laughs) Go over wrong. and do IXS Cups or something. Like, why do they have to shoot yeah. for World Cups straight off the bat? Yeah. No, they get some experience. That's got to
2: change. That, like, that, surely next season will be different. Like, you won't have guys just turning up trying to race World Cups. I mean, sure, if you're in the vicinity, but, like, you don't go over Europe and pin everything against trying to race <laughs> a World Cup. Surely. no.
1: Nah, it was like... When, I mean, when I went over as a junior and the guys, you know, like the the guys who are a little older than me that were over there racing, Craig Paddle, Tom Holland, those sort of guys, they were like racing French Cups, IXS Cups, everything. And then like the World Cups were, uh, you know, they'd go to the World Cups, but it was like, that wasn't what the kind of, I would say, the real focus mm. was. It was like they were just doing everything else, you know, going to every race they could basically. Squish yeah. Cups, yeah,
2: And then turning up to World Cups, so. Uh, I, yeah, I think probably something that's that's a little different as well is like our national series isn't probably as competitive as it once was, so it's probably not a as good a place to to sort of prepare for an international campaign. No, it's like and it's such mm-hmm.
1: a gap as well.
2: You yeah,
1: it's like you need to be over there. There's nothing like gate drops, you know, like racing and nothing gets you up to speed like that, especially when you're getting. Pummeled by people you've never heard of or anything before, you're just getting thrown in the deep end. So, getting pummeled by these fucking guys at European races with big golf ball helmets on and mismatches. I was waiting to it for it. And,
0: yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. They just decimate you. Italians.
0: Who was it? Who was it this week? Um, he wouldn't have done that well in the final, but he qualified well. He had
2: probably the coolest name uh, in the race. I think I mentioned uh, it in the group um,
0: chat. Yeah. I'll tell
1: you. Uh, damn, I can't find oh, it. Oh, Bandero. 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 Bandido. Yeah. Bandido. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. It's that Gon- guy. Goncalo Bandero.
2: Antonio Banderas.
0: Bandera. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's that guy. What a legend. Yeah. It's that guy coming to absolutely pump you.
2: Yeah,
1: Dominic Gessman. Uh, Out of nowhere.
0: What, what plate did he have on?
1: 115, probably.
0: Yeah. Oh, um, he had the 56 plate on. So oh, that's pretty low. Like, yeah, no, nah, it's pretty, pretty legit. Yeah, it's pretty legit, yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, Staying, staying with the juniors before we get too far off, off piece, like we always do. Um, Iris Van Leuven just smashing another win. Uh, yeah. She's on another oh, level, it's, right? It's her bread and butter now. She's ripping this season. It's
2: awesome. Was it like 13 seconds she put into everyone else?
1: Oh, I, can't, I can't actually remember like off the top of my head. Chris I'd times. I'd have to go back and look at Yeah. No, nah, she smashed it. Um, <clears throat> looks like. I've seen a few shots of her and Valley riding together. So it looks like those two are pretty tight, which is cool. She's obviously got someone that's um you yeah, like Valley that she's she's learning from and, and kinda of chasing, which is good. Good to have some sort of, you know, support like that. It's mm. um that's a big help. But no, she's on it. And what I what I really like about her is that she just doesn't look like she's out there trying to be an influencer or anything. She just Races her bike, just like she just, just races and rides. Yeah. yeah, she just rides and rips. <laughs> so it's cool. I I like watching her ride a lot. So it's good. Um,
0: yeah, it's going to be awesome to see how she progresses into the future. I reckon mm. it's a yeah.
1: I feel like she's you know, there's like a lot of juniors who have come and gone. You know, like they're a flash in the pan and juniors. They get into elite and they disappear again. Um, but yeah, I think like she's got <clears> real potential <throat> to actually to make a you know, pretty
2: legit career out of it, hopefully.
0: Yeah, I've, I mean I hope so, yeah. I I reckon as well.
2: It must be a, <clears throat> it's a good time to be an up and coming junior woman. I'd have to say, like there'd be a lot of teams that are looking at um looking at the women's sort of feel in the women's sport and going, We've got to get behind this, you know, like mm. Yeah. I agree.
1: I think it's definitely like it's a growing segment for sure. Um, Another note, just in my line of notes as I go through here, um, our favourite, the fox pants with the names down oh. the legs for the syndicate were back again. No just after there. that, mm. after they'd, after they'd completely nailed the kits at oh. World Champs, we're back to this.
0: Have the names got bigger? I feel like <laughs> Nina Hoffman's name was like...
1: I think oh, they're gonna start massive. I think they're actually gonna start hyphenating them. They're gonna have half of it up one leg and half of it down oh, the other. No, leg. What they've done is they've oh,
2: put so they've gone massive. from just the surname to the first name and the surname and then next race they'll have middle name and then they'll have like the parents' <laughs> name and shit. And eventually it's just <laughs> gonna be like just all fucking names.
1: What about like- just like the whole the whole front from the the chest all the way down to the ankles is just like
2: a huge mana?
0: No, well, like just yeah. massive
2: falls goes right this, over
0: the shoulder and back.
2: This down. is one of the weird <laughs> things about it is there's a clause in Minar's contract that if Laurie <laughs> drops below a certain ranking in the year, Laurie just has to have Minar on his kit too. Oh, right. <laughs> it's, it's really <laughs> you weird. You found some deep information. Oh, wow. Yeah, there was like Are clause sixteen point two in his contract. Right, it was a it was well. added mid season too. When when you saw the kit, yeah. yeah
1: speaking of kits with the syndicate i was just watching some highlights earlier just to refresh myself because i'd kind of push this race out of my mind after <laughs> watching it um nina's helmet looks so big oh
0: and it's, oh, that was my next comment it's one of those ones where once you see oh. it you
1: can't unsee it and she looked like a bobblehead
0: manaz was just as bad like the amount of pink Peachy color oh, on the front so of it was
2: just so here's, all was con- like, consuming. here's a rule about helmet paint jobs that people should have learned a long time ago if you've got a dark colored helmet, never paint the fucking chin bar light colored, it never works, it's never okay. <laughs> it there has never sense. been a time where that's just, okay. Oh. Uh, no,
0: absolutely not. It's inexcusable, Fox. And I want to hear some, I want they need to make a statement about this, you know, they <laughs> really do. The, the
2: one silver lining that also came with some disappointment was um, Laurie had like a really legit <laughs> kit because it was just red but then it had his name down the leg and it didn't do very well so probably more disappointment than anything else but they were there, just just a good red kit, you know? They were yeah. right there and then oh, the world it. stuff
0: was just almost perfection for yeah. me and then yeah. Duff's gone straight back just, oh. Who
2: do you reckon is weighing in more, Nina or, um, or Jackson? Well, Laura Nina, because Jackson, I think so. Jackson weighs about the same. I He's mean, if Jackson's Jackson 32
0: too, so. kgs. Jackson <laughs> oh, might, man, be man. Ske- he might
1: be skeletal at this point. True. Yeah,
2: <laughs> you know how some of the teams are putting lead weights on their bikes. So like, they just putting lead weights on Jackson's yeah. <laughs> pants
1: and his boots and his shoes. And his five tens.
2: <laughs>
0: Get those heels down, boy. Uh, uh it, was it his dad who follows us on Instagram?
1: Yeah, hopefully he doesn't listen to the podcast.
0: Welcome welcome to the show. <laughs> oh no, after the power up the movie Look if he if send me Jackson's um account number and I'll shout him some Maccas or something. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. Get that weight back up. Uh, so I mean obviously the whole race was just
1: basically a fucking shambles this week, like with delays and no semis and but um eventually they got into it. And um, while we're on the syndicate topic, Nina Hoffman put in a pretty hardy win, nearly three seconds. Mm. I think I expected to see this like two or three times this season. It's the first one. So maybe there'll still be something else to come, but this was You more called of, her
0: for the title. You called I, her for the I title.
1: I am sticking by it. Mm. It could still happen. Math- mathematically, there's a chance.
2: He's so, He's got um, to back a someone because he's shitting on Manar every week, so...
0: Well, no, so here's the thing, though. Like, no, I've got a lot of I, good
2: talk about Manar this week.
0: I needed to refer, someone needs to pull the clip. Did KB shit on Manar at any point sort of in the last few weeks? Because that's when no. he does his best. He
2: shit on him at the <laughs> beginning of the season. Just, he, he just wrote him off for the whole season. Yeah, so just that's sort of true. It right right and, and this is what we're seeing. On Nina, yeah, yeah. semi-serious chat. I'm not going to give you a lot of serious chat tonight. It's just, you know, it's not going to happen. But, <laughs> well, it's um... not on brand. It's, just, <laughs> it's, just, no, it's definitely not on brand. But it is interesting.
0: I watched the top three women, um, <clears throat> out of laziness mainly. But um, Oh, great great for you to um, really show some support there, mate. The top three. I fantastic. watched
2: the top five fucking men as well. Um, but, <laughs> well, no, that's not true. I skipped through everything up to the top five. Um, but, the it's top five was like watching... the worst part to watch. Yes. Yeah. Like Nina's kind of interesting on that track because there were some sections like a lot of those straight. You know that section was sort of straight off camber quite fast but where it was lots of kind of small bumps and she was real smooth yeah. and pretty fast across that. And then anywhere it got a bit more physical or a bit more kind of technical, she didn't look as aggressive. And then Valley was like the opposite. Valley looked like she didn't carry speed real well over the small bumps. But then where it was more physical, like it's quite different. I think they they look like two really different riders in the way that they ride them. Kind of Valley's a lot more aggressive and kind of a Valley looks bit a bit more looks powerful very physical, right? this season. Yeah. And it, it's yeah. it's interesting to see how the different tracks are sort of in the different Also, good to see Tani have a good result. I think that's awesome for her. I'm stoked yeah. to see that. Like she's been through this shit in the last few years. Mm. That was in
1: my nose. It's been a long time coming mm. for her to be back here. So absolutely that was, yeah that was um that was good to see she rode yeah. really
0: really really well as well like um it wasn't she didn't like luck her way into that she uh, looked there was she looked back to her best almost
2: yeah
1: I was watching uh the win TV video and she was saying on there like it was a pretty chill run maybe that's almost what she needed just to dial it back and mm. it's probably for the best and ride like that so <laughs> There was, um, I was obviously, um, Cami Blanche went out in qualifiers on that road gap that they ended up taking out for finals. She got blown hmm. off on that and ended up in hospital. I haven't been able to find any updates. Like it said, she hadn't broken anything, but it sounded like she was pretty beaten up, which is unfortunate. Down, so, yeah. Um, yeah, I'd say. She, there was like a
0: photo of her jersey and it looked like it had literally been like torn off her by a bear or something.
1: That was a big jump
0: and if you get blown off that thing Ooh. that
1: did not look like it would end well yeah so it was um that was pretty unfortunate because it probably has put Valley in a pretty well yeah. relatively comfortable position she's got about a race lead over well no 240 220 points so she's got a reasonably pretty hard, hard hey, over, eh? yeah over cami at the moment and I mean you can't imagine she's gonna be back in the next She's definitely not back this weekend and probably not for the next round either. So disappointing.
0: Question, Kerry. I'm wondering because the, you know, they obviously mentioned they took the road gap out. Having some experience in this arena, and I'd like to call upon the expert Matt Skulls from 2008, where he got blown oh, for that Hill. step down at Kaka. Oh. Why did they have to shut the feature? Why didn't they just tie a bit of race tape to like a, a tree or a pole or whatever they had it on? Um, and then as you came over the rise, you had to determine whether or not it was worth yep. dying for. I agree. Well, do you think that was an option?
1: Maybe we were just at a bit of a higher level than a Hill National from 2008.
0: I disagree. I want to see more rolling mm, yeah, of the potenti- dice. Yeah, potentially.
1: There was a lot. Man, there used to be a lot of crashes on that jump. That thing oh, claimed yeah, some victims. <laughs> Jesus.
0: Yeah. Try, a- do you remember doing that? Like, there'd be a bit of tape, oh. like, fluttering, and you'd be like, you'd have to gauge, because we're all blimmin' aeronautical experts. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, that doesn't look too windy, I'll hit that. You'd come and bombing then you'd get down, shuffled off it.
1: You came bombing down the ridge, which was generally always a tailwind because of the way the wind blew. Yeah. So you had no idea until you crested around the corner of that knob and you saw that bit of race tape and you made a call yeah, whether like you were going to send the step down or not.
0: Yeah. Am which, I going to send it and get blown like three metres to the side and land on the road? And and also,
1: you had like about three bike lengths of landing before you hit a horrendous G out onto the road yeah. as you crossed onto the <laughs> skid site, which you used to just cause all sorts of carnage as well. And then you were straight into another double. No, that so. shoot,
0: yeah.
1: Oh, the double and <laughs> the
0: shoot. I yeah. remember my Sunday used to bottom out on the landing, threw the jet on the road, and then up the face <laughs> of that double.
2: I think we, uh, uh, we need to see more... Um, you could lend
0: a thing or two, Andorra. We need to see more yeah. roll
2: of the dice sections in, in World Cup, yeah. say, like, yeah. it's all it's too calculated. Everyone's, everyone's hitting everything. Like, there needs yeah. to be stuff in the tracks yeah. that only five or six guys being like yeah this is worth it
1: i feel like there's a lot le- like that i mean we're kind of making a joke of it but there actually used to mm. be way more stuff like that at world cups like mm. there i remember there's a i mean there's a line on the track in Rotorua that you know they race crank work's on now and it's probably pretty marginal to jump it now but at world champs uh, Hill and Justin Heverheineken, and his teammate were the only people that jumped it. Like it was this gnarly gap across roots onto this wild off camber landing and down into like a couple of drops and just shit like that that used to exist all the time on tracks and it's just not around anymore.
2: You know the common denominator there though, Kerry, is they were both riding that's iron Hill. horses.
1: <coughs> wow, that's true. They
2: were, and there, there are probably were. lines like that exist in World Cup tracks, but no one's riding an iron horse, so no one's finding them.
0: Yeah. Uh, no, on a nine horse. That's it. It's a good point. I know how to make this happen, though. I know how to make change. We get rid of Chris Ball. He's gone. You bring in the real Chris, Chris Mildon
1: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah,
0: let's bring, you bring in the nerdy. OG. You yeah. bring in the OG. He'll get some stuff done. He'll let some stuff fly.
1: Yeah. He'll he'll let the riders decide who gets to race in the elite field. He'll yeah, he he'll will. put it up to a vote. Yeah, he'll put it up to a vote.
0: He'll Oh, <laughs> yeah.
1: uh, remember when you used to have to like apply to get into elite? Those were the I'll days. emailing him, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man, good times. What a, what a good time. Yeah, it was our. That was our time. That was our time right there. Um, into the into the elite, men's. I guess I don't know if there's anything else on the elite women's that you think I've missed missed out there.
0: Um. No, no. Nah, I would. No. I do have something on the men's though. The the um the junior men's.
1: Oh, okay, junior men's. I honestly shout didn't. Out to,
0: shout any. out to horse. Shout out to horse. Mm. Oh, Pinky finally got a win. That's right. Pinky got a win. All from horse's tutelage, I'm sure. a oh, Great weekend for horse too. He almost had a guy on the elite men's podium as well. He did. It was very close. It was um huge weekend for horse. Uh and also does Pinky look like a young Mateo, just putting that out there. Kinda does.
2: I'm gonna have to look deeper into that, come back to you yeah, on that one. Be. Is that one of those yeah, things no, like Mateo is that. sort of shaping shaping him a little bit like hey, he's molding him? Yeah, like yeah. he's just oh, yeah, yeah. He's, he's done to, he probably sounds like him a lot as well. Yeah. Um I hope so. Tebow umbrella took a win.
1: <laughs> um <laughs> Man, I'm just, I'm unenthusiastic about this race. It was just not very exciting. It was probably the worst, well, it was the worst race of the season, without a doubt. Um, I was like, I was all pumped to watch it, and we were going to try and get some live commentary going. The fans were excited, and then they... All two of them? Yeah, and then they pushed the race back. Um... So we gave up on that, and I, I watched it the next day.
2: How, how good would have watching downhill at a reasonable time been as well? Oh, no, Saturday was so night. I
1: was like, I was like, I can watch downhill on a Saturday night at like eight thirty. This is amazing. Yeah,
2: can, uh, cancel those dinner plans with your wife. We're watching downhill. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Sorry,
1: love. Downhill was on. Um, so there was a letdown for a start, but then um, so I started watching the race on Sunday, and I was like, this is all like it. It kind of. Took a little bit for it to get going, and then it, it got going quickly. I mean, Tohoto was in the hot seat for quite a while, so that was good. That was cool to see. He finished up 14th in the end, so good result for him. But I was like, I was like, this is going, this is going well. And then, um, yeah, shit started going wild. Like Anton Vidal went into the lead, like kind of out of nowhere. Good ride from him. Um, then Minar, and that was when I really actually mm. woke up and started paying attention. Um, yeah.
0: There was, a good, there was a there was a manar like ride too. He, he looked he, he looked, looked like, fast. He, he looked yeah, good. He spicy. Yeah,
1: he didn't look stiff like he has been. Like I reckon nah. he he'd been looking nah. uncomfortable earlier he in the season. On but man, he just he looked fluid, and his um his run was actually faster than qualifying too. Just as a note, plus
2: they weren't doing the road yet. Who do you so, think no, yeah, was yeah. the last rider? Sorry. Go through the results again, but who do you think was the last rider to have a dry track, like a, a essentially be on the same? Ah, uh, Tebo. Tebo, you reckon?
1: Yeah, and then Finn started getting rain, so Finn kind of got the last of a like semi okay track. So that was yeah. like I think Tibo was eleventh qualifier, Finn was twelfth, uh, tenth, mm. something like that. Um, Is this the right thing? I'm just going back to try and look at uh, Yeah, like... Uh, are you, yeah. Mate, are you so, drinking
0: out of a kid's bottle?
1: <laughs> Jesus Christ.
2: That's
0: <clears throat> actually quite bizarre, to be honest. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah Tebow,
1: Tebow was 11th qualifier, Finn <laughs> was 10th. And then, um, yeah. so yeah, it started raining when Finn was on track. You could see that. Um, by the time that Mr. Kolb uh got on the track just after him. The track looked pretty fucked. Like the top was slippery. Um so yeah. That was um but yeah T Bone t and Minar they were only one two one and then it was two point three seconds back to Finn. So you can kinda see Finn got Finn got pushed back a bit for sure. Who hey. that is a
2: loud tap. Sorry. Didn't think you'd hear that. Um who you've got your think? microphone attached to you, mate? Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. I'm still here. <laughs> like when horse was on a couple of months yeah. ago, and he went off to the bathroom. Not quite the same. I think that was a year no, ago. But last, anyway, yeah. who do you reckon yeah. um, of the riders that came down after Tebow? Who do you reckon performed the best in the conditions? I know it's a bit of a because uh, Loic's run was gnarly. Given how wet he had Bruni
1: it, for sh- yeah, Bruni for sure put down the best run of the shit conditions. Like he was twenty seconds, so like it's still, it wasn't exactly like a standout result. But man, he was pushing nah. so hard.
2: And Jackson's run, half of it with a flat tire, was fucked. I reckon he would have been threatening if he didn't get a puncture.
1: Yeah, it's, it's interesting because mm. that was what I was thinking. But I went back and I'm actually just <laughs> looking at his splits at the moment. He was like 53rd, 41st, 56th. Like, I remember watching his run and thinking, like, Jesus, he is on one. Mm. But yeah. um, maybe it wasn't quite as yeah. good as I thought it was. Um, the, but, it was weird yeah. that
0: the bit you saw, like because you saw a lot of the bottom half of the track, right? And mm. from what you could see to the times, it didn't look... That slippery or wet, like yeah,
1: there was. But sections... it must have been
0: enough, and they are going so fast as well that like, there's no way you want to put. I think
1: it... there was one section I remember watching Bruni come through, and he's in like powder dry stuff, and then he hits this one piece which is obviously quite firm and wet, and his front end is like stepping. You can see his front end turning and mm. sledging. yeah, and it's that's just yeah. out of nowhere. So it's like it's just probably one of those ones where it was so varied it, it, that
2: yeah like it also looked like push. anything that was rock or root just got fucking slick like those yeah. rocks yeah had that shine on them that you mm. you can just tell they're going to be slippery as hell.
1: so much of that track looked exposed as well yeah. you know like there's not a lot of it that actually has tree mm. cover so like a lot of it was wet and it's like, do you remember, did you see Colb's huge drift in like one of the no. turns at the top? Like just yeah. out of nowhere, he's just yeah. sideways. Even aside. even
2: Jackson, like it's it's kind of, it's real momentary in the first corner, the first left. He's so out of shape, but he's so gnarly that he holds it. And it's just because yeah. those first corners were obviously so firm and so slick once they got a bit of rain on them. Yeah, just rock it, solid. It sort of looked like... Like, with Finn, it looked almost like if the rain had kind of come in and then stopped, the last couple of guys might have actually had a better track, but it kept raining, so...
1: Yeah, yeah. And it was also hard to see how bad it was raining, like, from the coverage, but it looked like... Because the track got wet rapidly. Like, you could see the track get wetter, so it obviously came in reasonably, um, reasonably heavy, so kind of shit because it just it just ruined their top 10 like especially when you look at the times and like tebow and Minar were just faster than Bruni's qualifying time
0: yeah without
1: doing the road gap which had to be slightly slower to go around that um yeah it definitely would have been so there would have been a good a good race yeah, on i think. think so it
2: was interesting though because the top 10 were still racing for points and so obviously if you kind of like like if you were watching the top 10 and you kind of ignored the fact that none of them were going to take the podium, there was a race going on in that top 10, which was pretty interesting. And that's why like with Jackson, like he blew yeah. his tire, but he was fucking going for it with a flat tire. And this is the fucked part of this race because
1: they didn't do, didn't do a final, So yeah. there was no semifinal points up for grabs, which pays all the way back to 60th, I believe. Um but then so they just raced a final with sixty riders. So now those protected guys like Jackson, um, you know, uh who else would have been back there, cole um Jordan Williams, Benoit, um there's a few of them, Loris Those guys end up with no points at all. Whereas if it was normal finals and there was only 30 riders in the finals, they would have been still guaranteed some points because finals
2: pays back to 30th. That's real weird. So now
1: they get zero points.
2: That is real weird as well, right? Because all those guys who qualified, who were in the big show because the semis were uh, cancelled, who were starting from 30th back, had the best track, probably got decent... Points like there would have been some of those guys in that bottom 30 who got better points than the top 30, but they're only there because the team has got (laughs) cancelled.
1: Yeah, yeah, and it's it's shit because all of a sudden, like Loris and Jackson, who were right there with Finn in the overall points. I mean, Jackson was leading, Finn was second, I think Loris was third, but they were separated by like nothing. All of a sudden, two of those three guys get zero points from finals, so they've just been. So the, like, bumped. They can semis, but they had qualifying. Yeah, so they still did qualifying. So they took 61 riders out of qualifying. Um, mm-hmm. And instead of that being, like, whittled down to 30, which is normally would out of semis, they just ran
2: 61 for finals. That's pretty interesting that they they chose to take all 60 into finals and not just take the top 30 from qualifying. Yeah.
1: Uh, so, I mean, even, like, say say, worst case... Um, You know, if those guys were in the bottom of the finals, those four protected guys I was talking about, they would have got, like, 30 points each at minimum. Mm. Um, Mm. Yeah, so now, like, uh, you know, Jackson scored no points in finals, and uh, he's, you know, like, well over 100 points back from Finn now. So, it's like... Mm. I mean, you, can't, you obviously can't take anything away from Finn. Like, he didn't choose to qualify where he qualified. Like, it's not like, he knew. No. He, not like he knew or anything. He was just the one who got lucky and obviously capitalized from it. And Tebow also, because Tebow's moved into third overall now. Um, And then <clears throat> Loris has dropped back to fourth. And I think Bruni's maybe moved up a little bit. But, yeah, it's kind of definitely skewed those results a wee bit in terms of the overall.
0: The the thing I found the weirdest is that they didn't look to make the race equal to the others. Yeah, like if it's a so how many many race series, each race should be the same points on offer, and then they've now dropped this one lower. It doesn't. It's makes it not equal to the rest.
1: Yeah, I'd which doesn't seem
0: at- like a fair thing in there. Because if you say got injured or. It didn't qualify for some reason in this one then it kind of becomes less you kind of come out winning a little it'd be
2: interesting to know yeah. whether or not they I mean I guess you never know but whether they had protocol for something like this or whether they were making it up on the fly because I reckon they were making it up yeah it seems yeah. a bit
1: like that eh I
0: mean you'd hope they'd have protocol for it but I you know at the same time first, first I'd very season. much doubt it. yeah
2: like, it's, the, it's essentially, the, for the team running, it's the first time they've dealt with anything like this, right? And they've had a million other things yeah. to try and organise, like, a whole new format itself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, it's a, it's a, yeah,
1: kind of a bit messy. Hmm. Yeah, see, this is actually the weird thing, too, because semi-final points normally run all the way down to 60th place. So, if you make it out of, yeah. you know, if you make it out of qualifying, you get some overall points. Yeah. You'd think what they should have, I mean, looking at it now in retrospect, they should have still paid those semi final points from 30th back to 60th. Yeah. I reckon. Like, so at least yeah. you still got some points. Yeah. They should have made it something there. Because, yeah. Because you got nothing, eh? You got yeah, you nothing got. For they it. got zero. Anyone from 31st back got zero. So, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That's Which, just. Yeah. Interesting,
0: Kira, Kira. You said uh, overall points, not UCI points, which seems to be the uh, oh, that the was Kengis a hot topic from um, before the race with Brayton missing out. There was there was a really hot topic coming in.
1: It's a bit of a fuck up, really. That too, I reckon. Like the the fact that Brayton's been in like every semi final this season and has been pretty consistent. And then he, but he hasn't gained any UCI points from it, and so all of a sudden he can't race at Andorra. Like it's
0: mm.
2: so. I miss. I, I missed the detail of that. How so? How was he racing prior to Andorra? Was it because so? It's your points over the last twelve. They months. run out. So
0: he's ex- oh, he's so had like... points
1: expire before this round, and so now he doesn't have the threshold of whatever the points is he needs—seventy points or I don't know what the points. What, how many UCI
2: points
0: you need. That's 60 maybe now. That's
1: hectic yeah. that
2: you wouldn't get UCI points for being in a semi at a World Cup.
1: Yeah. And I mean, like, he, he said, he's like, oh, it's kind of my mistake because he just looked at the fact that
2: he was getting World Cup
1: series points um, mm. and figured that he was getting UCI points. Like, he didn't really pay that much attention to it. And he said, like, I should have probably realised this, but you just expect that you, if you're getting you know, points for the overall that you're getting UCI
2: points at the same time, but so it wasn't the case. So he has to go and get a stack of UCI points somewhere before next year then, He's, right? Wow,
1: well, yeah. And that's the hard thing. Like, they're not always that easy to find races. Like, you've got continental cups like Oceania champs or, like, Pan-American champs and that sort of thing. Like, weird races like that, European champs. Yeah. Um, and then, like, it totally depends on if you've got, like, I mean, we haven't had a national series around in New Zealand for probably over ten years. That's had UCI points, really? Uh,
2: yeah. So this this brings me I to me all the time. This brings We've us a couple to a year. the topic on what the feeder series is going to be. That'll put way more importance for people. Like, you'll get guys travelling to those events that have got UCI points. Like Brayton's now going. Mm. Well, I'm going to have to go to. The Pan American champs or somewhere to yeah. get some UCI points, but, right? And there'd
1: be a heap of dudes yeah. like that. And then it totally depends on where you're at because I think, because when continental champs, you can only score points if you're in that continental, you know, like Oceania champs, mm. you have to be in the Oceania region. So, um yeah, yeah, it's there's not a real clear pathway. That's the that's my biggest issue with it. Like, yeah, sure, you've got to score these points, but it's not consistent. Like, if you're in New Zealand or Australia, there's two races a a year. You know, you've got your national champs and you've got Oceania champs, depending on which country that's in, um, to score points at. And, like, I mean, I think from memory, if you win Oceania champs, it's like, 200 points. So, you you know, like, if you can get kind of a top five there, you're pretty well and truly in. But, um, yeah, like, you don't get... I don't think you get a whole lot from national champs.
2: Um, no, it's I, not. I reckon because the.
0: Hey, it's not
2: bad. The Enduro World Cup Series or EWS um, is far more well set up for this, right? Because they've had the EWS 100 for a while mm. now to solve this very problem. And that's now yeah. effectively the feeder series plus <clears throat> a bunch of races around the world that are qualifying races. And the thing I like, you know, being optimistic, um, that's all been done under Chris Ball, right? And you'd have to expect that they'll be trying to establish a similar thing, either like a World Cup 100 or like yeah. signed qualifying races or events or something that are a bit more established and a clearer pathway for guys and girls. So I reckon, I don't know whether I've ever said it on here, but I've always had this, <clears throat> or not always, but I've had
1: this idea of that there should be like a, it's like Formula 1, Formula 2, have like a World Cup 2 series, which... Um, you know, the regular World Cup series goes from, you know, a regular World Cup round, let's say, does track walk Thursday, practice Friday, Saturday, race Sunday, whatever. Have a race that races like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And um, <clears throat> that can be where you score points. You know, if, you, if you're in the top five of that, then you can race in the, you know, in the World Cup the next weekend sort of thing. Like, there's got to be some sort of feeder, right. actual clear, feeder series into this i
2: reckon i I agree that it has to be a feeder series i reckon the logistics of trying to run a feeder series race the same weekend as a workout race is just not feasible like it works in motor racing for example because the track doesn't change it's easy to schedule people in and out it's pretty like everything's pretty fixed i reckon like other sports like i keep banging on about it but skiing where you've got like the Europa Cups. Here we I'm go. I'm going to go on about it. But I, I reckon... <laughs> I reckon it. Has, are you into skiing, are you? Nah. Sounds a bit of skiing, is he? Not these days, eh? Not not in this climate. Um, but uh, no, I reckon it has to be like a continental thing, right? And you could run the same racetrack. Yeah. You could go, okay, well, you effectively run the Andorra World Cup racetrack, but it's on a different weekend. It's part of a Europe Cup. And then you might have two like pretty well-established... Big race series where you can go to prove your your worth in like the states and Canada and in Europe, and the teams are looking to those two series to kind of pull their guys from.
0: Yeah, gotta... so I, the counter to that is that in the states, I remember right when I was racing and I didn't qualify at Windham. They ran like a I don't know if it was a um, citizens race for yeah the citizens race and you cuz yeah. so I didn't qualify so I just jumped on over to the citizens race where you yeah. could probably win some money didn't but <laughs> they ran on the same weekend like yeah. weekend it wasn't I midweek can't, i can't
1: remember the logistics of that but they definitely had a citizens race on at like the same time basically it
0: was wild yeah so like Kerry's idea isn't that far-fetched they can do it but it but Different track, Chris, was the
2: thing. Oh, they ran it a whole different, different track. track on the same weekend.
0: Yeah, it's the other side of the yeah. chairlift. Completely to be, separate.
2: To be
1: fair, pretty much any of these World Cup venues should have the ability to run a separate track as well.
2: Yeah, but but I don't think it,
0: Andorra uh, can even provide a functional pit stop. That's space. the thing, though. Like it, <laughs> it,
2: depends, it depends on like, who hosts these races, right? Like, it's, it's essentially like a local mountain bike club and like a local town and city and whatever else that gets behind it and mm. the event at Scarface oh. sponsors and everything there. I'd be interested to know what the value is to the event hosts themselves. Cause some of these huge races, yeah, they're probably taking a decent bit of take from people who are attending the races, but, uh, oh. I guarantee so much of it is funded by
1: like local tourism boards and stuff like that. Like that's where all that yeah. money's gotta come from yeah. to make this stuff happen
2: 'cause Exactly. Yeah. But and that's the thing. So it's if not... if you now run like a feeder series race on the same weekend, you've got to double your costs to do it. But yeah. Whereas say say F one, for example, part of running an F one race is that you also have to run the F two and the F three and everything. And it's it's I mean, that's how a traditional race weekend works in motor racing is that there's speaking of F- f1 like imagine the
1: downhill series you could run on max verstappen salary alone hmm. i don't know. like well we're going to cover that be in the, incredible uh,
2: in the um in the power rankings actually
1: <sighs> all right well i've got i've got one more complaint about Andorra <laughs> and it was that stupid fucking triple that they built where they'd like
0: oh yeah and it yeah. was
1: so bad it was like this terrible roller thing, and that obviously tried to make it a bit of a feature because they had like a bit of grandstand seating and stuff there. It's um, that's my last complaint about Andorra for the week. But did but you like
0: the track like as a whole?
1: I think it looked good. Like I've watched some, like watched some helmet cam runs and that from it, and I thought it looked good, but I didn't get that excited watching it. Like I don't know,
2: just I didn't find it very exciting to watch. I, for whatever yeah, reason. I reckon they must have had a hell of a time trying to get um, the coverage uh, sort of consistent and dialed because that's one thing I noticed about it. It was it was really inconsistent. There were some riders where you got like a like a um, a drone follow cam and it was really sick in the top mm. section. You got all those corners and everything, and then you wouldn't see the drone follow cam again for like five riders and and. The drone 100%, probably got blown. Hundred like, percent, they back. they had like seven or eight different drones that they'd send up, and they just picked a rider at random. Yeah, um, yeah. and it, it's a bit of a shame because it probably it, it was hard to tell what parts of the track were important in the footage. Mm. It was actually pretty hard to follow where they were at yeah. on the course. Yeah, yeah, it was a
1: bit of an odd one. Um,
0: I well, this was the first track in a while. Where I was like, yeah, I'd probably like to ride there. But like that bit with them going, and I, I think this is more entertaining than watching like the likes of the Motorway at Leo Gang, where it's just like jumps oh, and yeah. tears. Like the bit where they're just macking. Mm. It was like that straight section, kind of when they're starting to enter the trees, and it's like kind of off camera, and they're just going like a thousand. Yeah, and it's narrow, and I reckon that looks so impressive. Um, yeah.
2: There was bits
0: on this, but I was. Like, I was like, oh man, that bit should be real fun to ride.
2: There were bits on this track that looked hero. like, um, I can't remember exactly what it is, but it looked like some of the US tracks they used to race in the Norbis. Like, I think it was like Snowshoe, where it was just yeah. super blown yeah. out and dry and rocky yeah. and stuff and fast. Like, more of that, please. Yeah. Yeah, that stuff's awesome. Yeah. I'm down with that. Yeah, it was super cool. <clears throat>
1: um, right, I've got a. I've got a segment we're gonna try out. It. It's called "Don't Get Me Started." Basically, basically, you can come up with a topic, pass it on to the next person, and I've uh, just got to complain about it because I mean, that's mostly what we're doing here is is complain, So yeah, it's good stuff. Um, what? I don't really know how to start it though. Just don't get me
2: started.
1: <laughs> Red dog. Give me, give me, uh, give me. Don't get me started.
0: Am, am I saying don't? What, you, you give me get a topic. Me don't get on.
1: don't get me started on.
0: Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna use it. Don't get me started on the fact that for some reason people don't know how to talk into a cell phone anymore. <laughs> like, when did when <laughs> did holding it up to your ear like a conventional telephone go out of fashion? <laughs> like. Um, <sighs> Why do you hold it like a blumen like you're serving drinks on like a bar platter thing? Like like you kind of hold it flat and like or like you know as if you're walking around with your treble music going. A, like, what a, are you doing? On a side topic of that, do
1: people think that counts as hands free when they're driving and doing that? Because it's really easy to see you've got your phone in your hand and you're talking on it when you're holding it up to your face.
0: Oh, I don't know. It's like what, why are you doing that? Just. And also, I don't need to hear your conversation. <laughs> like, why you got an on-speaker phone? Yeah. It drives just, me nuts.
1: Just put your phone up to you. Maybe those phones don't have speakers in the like top of them anymore. I'm not really yeah, sure. Yeah,
0: maybe. I mean, the only thing I can think of is, you know how Horse had that um, Baby Boomer wallet phone?
1: Oh, yeah. Remember he had the flap yeah.
0: on his iPhone like a Do boom with still running it? it? Oh,
2: oh yeah, these no, days he definitely, he's a definitely is. He's a, he's a busy blast. guy. Like, he's got... He's got. He's probably got Sorry. like a little calculator on the inside of it these days.
1: I saw a, some. I saw a next level version one of those the other day, and I meant to take a photo to send you guys. Um, it was the wallet attached to the phone type thing, but the flap was actually a full zip up wallet. Like the phone was actually oh, just yeah. attached to a wallet.
0: It was great. Uh that's horse get on there, mate. Look on AliExpress yeah. for that. But I can see why you'd like speakerphone that because otherwise the flap constantly hits you in the face. Yeah, yeah, that would be a pain. I can't get on that. Um, Look, my, my don't get me
1: started this week is Countdown. <coughs> what a oh. dismal fucking place to visit.
0: <laughs> when did you visit Countdown? <laughs> so I
1: made the mistake, because Countdown's the closest supermarket. Thank you, Kerry. Last week. I made the mistake of going, and because only, and only because they have finally got with the future and they have a self out there. So the Countdown next to my place, they have Butlikes. like... They have, like, eight checkouts, but only ever one of them is open. And so they finally have some self-checkouts. All I needed to go do was get some pasta and something else. I'm looking fucking everywhere for this pasta. It's finally I find the hole on the shelf where it's meant to be, and I can't see it. And I look up on the top of the shelves, and there's the full box of it sitting up on the top of the shelves. So I climb up, pull the box down, get the packet out I need, and dump the box on the floor and walk away.
0: (laughs) (laughs) firstly my first question they don't have a self-checkout at the countdown near your house
1: no they do now they finally but they
0: but they didn't
1: no not for a long time they
0: have had self-checkouts for 15 years i know they were like around at the pack and save across the road from my flat when i went to unit yeah like what's going on countdown
1: yeah But, I mean, if they want to get behind a mountain bike podcast, great people, obviously. Oh, you know, the
0: greatest supermarket I've ever been to. Yeah, Absolutely. (laughs) But just so far. Yeah.
2: (laughs) So dumb. I fully thought this segment was supposed to be a bike-related stuff. (laughs) Hey,
1: maybe it will be be bike-related. Have you got got a don't get me started this week? Well, I've been
2: racking my brain on it, and I do have something to get me started about. Don't get me fucking started about these, like, ironic speed dealer sunglasses. You look like oh, Action Bronson.
0: Oh, Fuck. they
2: no, the worst.
1: And <laughs> get you know out of me? here with those. And do you know, Pit Viper isn't on that too. Just to make them, and I I Joke. don't, if they do don't want to sponsor a podcast, Sorry. elsewhere. Don't get me started about Pit Viper. The money.
2: Nah, I'm a Smith guy. Yeah.
1: Nah. Oh, it's just the worst. Those stupid fucking sunglasses. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. <laughs> It's terrible. It's terrible Uh, stuff. Um, Should we do our Smith giveaway while we're talking sunglasses and and eyewear? Absolutely.
0: Let's do this. I'm so excited by this.
1: Red Dog, did you actually manage to get some audio working on this?
0: If you guys can hear it, could hear it before, then um, I'm happy to play it.
1: So if you missed the last episode, we asked uh, listeners to leave us a voicemail on our SpeakPipe, which is in our bio of the Instagram page. Giving us their best, uh, Nathan Rennie, nice, very nice uh, from the intro of the podcast, and it let's just say it did not go how we hoped.
0: Well, so. <laughs> at one point, at one point, I was sending them through to the to the group, and KB said, "Let's just send the the glasses to Nathan Rennie as an apology <laughs> <laughs> for this segment." Yeah. And uh, I, I, wholeheartedly agree. It, it did not. Yeah. This hasn't gone well. I've lost no. faith in our listeners. Uh, little faith I had.
1: I think we, we may have some audio footage, and we're gonna have to choose a winner out of this. So let's. Uh, no,
0: so I'm gonna, I'll play it, and then you guys can, um, we can discuss afterwards. Okay. All right. Hit us with it. Okay. Hopefully you can hear it. Oh, oh hang on. on. Hang on. He's gone. He's skipped forward. He's gone. Ooh, we've got to... a. <laughs> oh no! Nah. Hang on, you've got to give it. Very nice. Very nice. Done... So that's Octo Dad. Oh um, that, he was the first oh. one in. He actually made two submissions, but we should this have is seen the most controversial. We, we should have seen Borat coming. How did we miss that? <laughs>
2: can, can we can we just start by just giving giving Octo Dad you know like his due? He 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 called in. He contributed. Um, he, you know, he, he he took part, and it takes a lot. Um, but I'm not sure he listened to the brief.
0: It's <laughs> <laughs> also got I, he's got eight Hey, he's that fucking he busy. Yeah. Oh, he's a he's a yeah he's a saint for starters. Um, but I think that's an instant disqualification because he's done a boring impression. Yeah, mm. not down. <sighs> okay, moving on. Moving on. That's, Where are we at? That's also I don't know
1: that a that is. A Borat I think. That sounds
0: like a cat. <laughs> <laughs> from, um, that one's from Emma Baitup. Thanks for thanks for making the submission, Emma. Emma, um, um, I, I KB appreciate... has informed me that you're actually a a smith ambassador of some form some form so you're also disqualified
2: yeah i I appreciate the time you took but i think we might have to cut you out of this one too so emma's emma's uh emma's got to renegotiate her deal with smith because she's got to the level where she's trying to get her kit off a podcast
0: yeah (laughs) definitely don't use that as an as a sort of bargaining chip that audio no all right, last one. We had three, actually four, Octodad submitted twice, but we've used the Borat one. Um, we okay. had three submissions. Like, how much on, would these people. sunnies be worth, Kerry? Their goggles. There's a couple okay, of hundred worth of the goggles we yeah. we're giving away. They're a very nice pair of goggles. Jeez, I should have how put much, a submission how in. How much do you reckon? How much do you reckon? Oh, I don't know. I'll have to actually get A couple of it. hundred-ish? Yeah, I reckon. Like, Surely. what is wrong with our listeners? Hey, eh? this was like the easiest thing of all time. I know. Anyway, last one. Nice, very nice.
1: Oh, it's a winner! It's got to be. It's the
0: closest nature so impression su- of all of them. That was submitted by Rob Moore. I feel like he is an Earth, uh, avid Earth watcher, and he's uh, he's understood the brief. He gets it. Yeah. Yep.
1: Well done, Rob Moore. Uh, one ninety nine for the uh the Smith Rhythm Goggle. But for Rob Moore this week, he's getting a pair for free. Does Rob Moore so, have to pay
2: postage and
0: packaging?
1: <laughs> I think, I think, uh, I think we can probably get
0: that covered. Thank, so, thanks, thanks, Bosh. Um, send us a self-addressed envelope, Rob. <laughs>
2: we'll get him back to you. Get some stickers to you. Yeah, Rob, Rob, yeah. Rob probably does have to send us his address. Otherwise, he's not getting these things.
1: Yeah, well, uh, well played, Rob. Send us a um, send us a DM, and we'll get you get you lined up with a new set of Smith Rhythm goggles. I believe they in are in the uh, Ayago Gary uh, colourway. Ooh. So nice little. Does he have of, a
0: signature colourway? Yeah,
1: yeah. Nice little kind of black sure. and I'd say kind of like a black and gold. So yeah, pretty tidy little cool. set of goggles. Yeah.
0: Would you say that's nice? Very nice.
1: Oh, I would say that's nice. Very nice, and um, it's probably well worth the. Um, you know the the effort that Rob put into that entry, so well done. Are we ever doing
0: a like call no and voicemail competition again? I don't think so. I think K- we will. For, for the listeners, KV was dead against playing any of that audio. He he was so ready to wash his hands of this thing. I was uh, I was almost
1: at the point of just starting a whole
2: new competition, but we we sold podcast. It off
1: yeah hold your voice
2: hey we had bad we had is. three people call in or maybe more than three we had a handful of people call in that's positive this yeah. is you know it was it was
1: three it was three <laughs> that's it. i mean i had no guy that had a handful and there was only had three fingers so i guess that counts as, <laughs> he'd lost a couple at some point so it was a handful <laughs> for him
2: <laughs> hey whoever said progress oh, is a slow
1: man. process never met yeah, Snoop Dogg. it's a slow burn we've got we've got a pretty I mean I, I feel like we've got a pretty decent amount of listeners It's only get three people enter that's um that's a sad state of affairs so that that serves warning to all you listeners that if you actually want to win stuff try and enter because there's a good
2: chance you're going to win some shit
1: <laughs> like the odds are low um, so I reckon to round us out this week Chris um, I'd like to hear this week's power rankings
2: Ooh, okay well, let me get started. I uh, think Kerry, for- who's who's in focus this week. Okay, so for our listeners who just came up to speed, the power rankings is um, something we put together in the um, OTB corporate offices. Um, we do a little bit of forensic uh, accounting, and we look into some of the big movers and shakers in the world of downhill to see who. Uh, who, who sits where in the company payroll, um, i.e., the power rankings? Last week or a week before last, we looked at Santa Cruz. Um, a quick aside there has been a shakeup there. Um, Laurie has actually been docked his previous week's salary because of his poor performance this week. Um, but that just kind of goes with the theme of Laurie being paid um, whatever's left over after they pay, pay Greg and Greg's mechanic and everyone else. Um,
0: but, uh, Today, we're looking at Greg's new mechanic or old mechanic? Both, Both still get paid. It's just pluses,
2: pluses bonus. Yeah. Ah, uh, okay.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean,
2: there's like a long list of people that get paid out of the salary that uh, there because of Greg. But that's, you know, we've, we're not doing Santa Cruz this year, this week. Yeah. We're on, we're, on, look, we're, on we're looking at the big S specialized, the specialized power rankings. Ooh. We're moving down the S's. We are. And unsurprisingly, um, Specialized is a little more complicated. Um, So before we get into the team financials, um, one of the things that won't come as a massive surprise is um, the top two earners uh, in the Specialized Power Rankings um, being paid out of the DH budget or the Gravity budget aren't even mountain bikers at all. So Jeremy McGrath actually tops the list. He's getting paid more than anyone (laughs) else. (laughs) <laughs> and what was really surprising, and we're still trying to determine whether or not this is some kind of tax break, but Ken Block's estate is still earning more than anyone else on the DH team. Um, so Specialized okay. knows the power of influences, um, dead or Ken. alive. So that's bad. Um, Ken did rip a demo away. He ripped oh, a right demo away. Yes, he sure did. Sure did. Exactly. And oh, he 80%. he actually sold, he's responsible for selling more e bikes than anyone who's ever raced a DH bike. So... Moving on, though, um, one thing we found is that Lowick actually controls all the team finances personally. Um, the payroll is handled a little differently to what you'd expect um, from a giant corporate. Um, you'd think it would be a bit more structured, but it's really not. So essentially the way it works is uh, Jack gets paid first. He takes a regular salary and a discretionary bonus, subjective of how many times the media comment on how balanced the bike is and how many times Cedric says something dumb about how quickly the bike resets itself from big compressions which he did about 15 times this weekend, <laughs> so Jack did well. Um, Loic's girlfriend that. takes a healthy salary because she keeps him uh, balanced himself. Lowick's dad actually makes more off-selling Lowick's old race shoes than Jordan Williams likes, but we'll get to that and why that is. Kate Courtney receives a, a weekly wage which comes out of the DH budget. Now, this is an interesting one. This is just so that the big S is covered when they get audited for gender pay equality. Notice the biggest doesn't have any females on their uh, on their World Cup DH team, so they're just keeping themselves covered there. Um, finally, so but
0: she rides for Scott.
2: No, she's still <laughs> so she's still getting getting funneled money from the biggest uh, from her uh, specialised days. Okay, um, okay. right, yeah, it, it's right. complicated. It's very right? complex. Oh, yeah.
0: uh, it's very complicated. It is. But so so that's that's
2: everyone that gets paid before Finn gets paid. Right, so Finn, he gets paid um, 100% based on how subservient he is to Loic, um, which is why this weekend particularly you saw him give big cuddles to Lowick on the finish line, even though he smoked him, and also why he's starting to look more and more swole and like Lowick. So he can ride the bike <laughs> like him. He's essentially, it's kind of like a love bonus. Um, so again, just another example of Loic exerting his dominance across everyone in his orbit. Um, now... Uh, Jordan, um, new addition to the team. He only gets paid if he beats Jackson, because that's essentially why he's there. He's there to counter the, the sort of the Jackson effect. I thought, I thought he might have actually uh, been um, exactly. paying to be on the team. Well, that was what I was kind of leaning towards. But this is this is the thing, right? So he, there is another side to this. He only gets paid if he beats Jackson, and even then, that comes out of Finn's wages. When he outperformed Lowick, he actually had his pay docked. And every time he looks at the prototype or even touches it, you know, mentions it, um, <laughs> he gets fined, which means he's currently in debt. So he's the only so, specialized so team writer the in debt. But he's in debt the first round of the season was a real kick in, <laughs> the, dick oh, for real him. Kick in the dick. Speaking of debt, um, this is something that we didn't expect to see. There's a number of specialized writers uh, who are, or ex-specialized writers. Who are also in debt to specialise. So Chris Grice owes um, owes the equivalent of several years worth of travel and accommodation just for never living up to expectations. <laughs> um, and oh,
0: I hate to say yeah, it, guys. Pretty but well this weekend.
2: Yeah, he? but but he's like he's he's paying his way now. He's paying to be there, so he's like a pay per. He's, ra- he's racing for his dinner. Exactly. <laughs> he, you know, he's, he's got a dance for it. Um, and uh, this is a little bit uncomfortable to read this, but. Sam Hill actually has similar problems um, where he's kind of in debt to the expectations that he had on him. But the good news is he's got Rennie running. the won a world championship for I know, for him. but he just – and then he faded, right? And he didn't talk to the media. He wasn't that interested. The good news is, though, guys, is he's got Rennie running security, so he doesn't actually have to service any of oh, that debt at all. So right. all's well that ends well. Um, I'm just happy that Rennie's got some steady work Rennie does, well Rennie's actually making more money Seems off still. running security within the mountain bike industry um, and being a stand up mm. man than than riding bikes which is good, it's, that's, that's, good. good for that's good and then finally um, there are some oddities in the payroll which are not that surprising, for example Palmer, you know because we, we didn't mention Palmer, he's actually still getting paid by Specialized but it's kind of complex because they're paying him so that he keeps himself disassociated from the brand because it's a bit of an embarrassment these days um, and doesn't really vibe with the current Specialized brand, um, but also so that if he ever does make a return to mountain bike and that he picks a different brand, specifically Santa Cruz, which is why a couple of years ago we saw him try and make a comeback and it just didn't go that well, he was on a Santa Cruz. So that was actually coming out of the Specialized Salary. He was actually, curious, right? He was, actually, he was actually on
1: an intense, but that's all right. We won't get into, into it too deep. He,
0: oh, no, no point. Yeah. There. Get in, the intense Santa Cruz
2: is the same thing right <laughs> um, And unsurprisingly Sethless still has access To the petty chart Cool is, yeah, no, was, there, was there any sign of Darren Barraclough in there Well so this is really weird Was he still getting paid per 360 Off a cliff drop No so yeah. Darren Barraclough sure. and Matt Hunter were interesting right you'd expect to see them in there But Specialized kind of wiped their hands of the free ride days, mainly because of the real Mm. punishing bike designs and stuff they had. There is no record or trace of that in any of the um, forensic financials that we had. Having said that, Matt Hunter, I don't believe, ever received a salary. They just gave him a little corner in the office that kind of made him feel good. Do you think they put all that stuff through the shredder? Yeah, they shredded it real quick. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah and i mean the other
1: thing it was pre pre email days it was in the days of faxes and shredders
2: 100% and the whole downhill team's actually been running as a shell country anyway a shell company anyway so um it's you know it's interesting um look it took a lot of digging but um but uh yeah um
1: it's incredible what you're able to find chris you're a real forensic
2: sloth mm, mm. Um, so really, if the listeners have got any requests on other teams we want to look into we can do that um, we have got our eyes on um, on Canyon um, they've got a weird contra deal uh, with um, with uh, Mondraker for um, for uh, for Fabian um, which also goes back to the Kona days so there's there's it's complex it's a network
1: it's a it's a massive network. All I can think of is the meme of the guy from I think maybe like I can't remember what the show is, but he's like in front of a string board and there's just shit everywhere and he's just lose, like losing his mind trying to explain it all. You wait till we this get into what's the, gonna happen. You wait till
2: we get into the Athertons.
1: Oh boy. Yeah, that, that whole oh, thing attacks oh, wow. right off. <laughs> I can't wait. Well, if you've made it this far through the show, congratulations. <laughs> you've made it to the end of another uh another episode and you've you've done done yourself really well we haven't even talked about Ludenville but I don't know I feel like this has gone on long enough and it's time for bed so we'll uh why don't why don't we throw a quick prediction out from what I can see that track looks steep and real off camber so give us a uh give us a men's and women's uh winners prediction red dog
0: like and um, I'm going to say Valley because uh, and uh, nah I'm going to go Nina I'm going to go Nina alright
2: how about you Chris I was going to say Log but because Red Dog did I'm going to say Jackson and I'm going to say Valley
1: alright I'm going to come in here and because of his outstanding result and he's going to be hungry to go one better than nah, oh you've, um, you've fucked him now Manar for Ludenville. Now nah, he'll, we'll we'll see. We'll get there when it's time. Um, and I'm going to go. I think I'm actually going to go with Valley. Strong, ready for the steep. So yeah, I'm going to go Manar and Valley. Nice. We'll see how we go. All right, boys. Once again, fantastic work. You really brought the heat tonight. And uh, for all the listeners, we'll see you next week. See you. Bye. <laughs> What's up?
0: Whoa, I whoa, come whoa. from the land of down da- on down. I can't hear you. I can't hear you. What was that, I can't hear you. I let it be like John Lennon, the that you don't get for poisonous venom Read the label carefully, I'm only here for the show I love hip hop, too much to let you feed my ego In the key of F-U-C-K-Y-O-U. I mean, why do I owe you if you're not helping me through? I mean, why do I owe you if you're obstructing my view? Success is not my castle, just a house that's brand new You see, I irrigate the culture, give it shape like a sculpture Still complicated, uh-huh.
1: like I'm supposed to B-L-I-T-Z like my DJ Rock to the rhythm like you rock to what he plays